Welcome to Somali history. This week, we're going to be speaking about Somaliland independence, the origin and history. To start off the conversation, I'm just going to read uh, a section on the history of Somaliland by David Serpa. Yes, it's a Western perspective on the story. The beautiful thing about a unique perspective or an outside perspective is that it kind of triggers the conversation. And then we start talking about, okay, what did the Westerners get wrong about us? And what we and what kind of information can we share with each other? It is just tinder for a conversation, let's ignite it. So the history of an unrecognized country. Somaliland is by and large, from an outsider perspective, an unrecognized country. Internationally is recognized as an autonomous region in the northwestern Somalia. This is an official perspective from outsiders. Again, I recognize Somaliland fully um, and its right to exist. Mashallah, may it prosper. Uh, so in the no- northwestern Somalia in the Horn of Africa, Somaliland declared independence in 1991 after the fall of President Siadbara in Somalia. This declaration has yet to be recognized by the majority of independent states. But recently, to my knowledge, has been recognized by the state of Djibouti. Despite the lack of recognition, Somaliland has a working political system. It has government institutions, a police force, and its own currency, the Somaliland shilling. Its capital, Hargeisa, and population of the region is estimated at about 3.5 million, although I'm sure by now it has grown. As Somalilanders are ethnic Somalis, the official language is Somali, the same way it is in Somalia, with many of the country's inhabitants also speaking Arabic and also English. The overwhelming majority of the population are Sunni Muslims, and this is, as of 2017, um, confirmed by the BBC, think we we also know this to be true. So looking at Somaliland today is difficult to understand the situation without first going back to British Somaliland. The current Republic of Somaliland seems to gain international recognition of its borders, based on the colonial borders of British Somaliland. In the 1870s, Egypt, then under the control of the Ottoman Empire, assumed control of parts of Somaliland, especially along the coast. Due to trouble in other territories and financial pressure, Egypt negotiated to leave Somalia under the control of, of the British in the 1880s. Somaliland was ruled from Aden in Yemen, located very close to the northernmost parts of Somaliland, just across the Gulf of Aden. Coastal Somaliland was of interest to the British since it was on the path of the Suez Canal leading to India. Eventually, some Somalis grew discontent with the British administration and sought independence, starting the Anglo-Somali Wars at the start of the 20th century. Led by Mohammed Abdullah Hassan, also known as Mad Mullah, again a Western perspective, the revolutionary Somali dervish forces faced the British in their attempt for independence. I also like to add to this part that there are also other groups within Horn of Africa that fought against the colonial powers. So this was definitely not exclusive to dervish forces. After many years of low intensity resistance, the British defeated the dervishes in 1920, consolidating their hold on Somaliland. Italy, who also participated in the battles, was able to consolidate its power over the Italian Somaliland, its capital in Mogadishu. During the World War II, 
British Somaliland was briefly conquered by the Italians, but then it returned to British control. The 1960s brought about radical changes for Somaliland. The British government announced readiness to grant independence to the protectorate, which was expected to unite with Italian Somaliland as a single country. Today's Somalia. On June 26, 1960, British Somaliland became independent and was recognized by 35 countries. Five days it existed as a recognized independent state. An important fact and claim to uh, later form the eventual Somaliland. So it was part of the argument and claims to statehood. After this period, Somaliland merged with Italian Somaliland to form the Republic of Somalia, the present-day country Somaliland. So I think it's just very important to just keep on repeating. Somaliland already existed before 1991. It was already recognized by 35 countries. I think that is, that is just such an important point to reiterate. I'm just going to briefly go over a timeline, the history of the region. So we go all the way back. We go all the way back to the 7th century. And Islam starts making inroads into the area of modern-day Somaliland. Fast forward to the 14th century, the area's Islamic sultanates come under the suzerainty of the Christian Ethiopian Empire. This, I believe, happened quite briefly, but I'll double-check and we'll find out. In 1527, the Sultanate of Adol revolts against the Ethiopian rule and subsequently conquers much of Ethiopia before being defeated with the help of the Portuguese in 1543. Since this is from a Western perspective, we fast forward to 1888 where Britain establishes the protectorate of British Somaliland through treaties with the local sultanates. 1899, the Islamic cleric Muhammad Abdullah rises against uh, the British rule, going, to establish to, uh, going on to establish the Dervish state, which survives until it was destroyed, supposedly by the British forces in 1920. In 1960, British Somaliland and Italian Somaliland become independent and merge together into the Somali Republic, and in 1991, the former British Somaliland declares unilateral independence as Somaliland following the ousting of Somali President Mohamed Siad Bare, which plunges the rest of Somalia, unfortunately, into anarchy for a period. In 2001, more than 97% of the population votes to endorse, again, this number is a number that I'm getting from here, I haven't confirmed it, but they vote to endorse the constitution adopted in 1997 in the referendum that aimed at affirming Somaliland's self-declared independence. 2016, Somaliland celebrates 25 years of self-declared independence, but remains largely unrecognized. Today, mashallah and alhamdulillah, we're celebrating 30 years of independence of Somaliland, and it has recognized by several states and it's also in conversation uh, with other states. Assalamualaikum Zainab. Hi, Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam. We're celebrating the independence of Somaliland. We're speaking on its origin and history. I've just given a brief overview on the, um, on, on the history of Somaliland and how it came about, what preceded it. Uh, do you have any input? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so for my um, recollection and what I have been taught from my father and my parents, because both my parents, my dad is a seaman that migrated to the UK back in like the 1940s. And I think my mum came here in the 50s when she, when my father brought her over from Somaliland. So 
when my father came, Elijah Hammer, um, he came. I um, he came on a Somaliland British protected passport. Him and his brother, and that's how um, they came as economic migrants, and they worked in the merchant navy. Um, so um, my understanding from a very like um, you know my parents obviously used to tell us about the history and um, what happened. I remember. And I remember about they said that, um, you know, before we when we were colonized by the, um, you know, the northern part was colonized by the British and the southern part was colonized by the south. And then they fighted Somali people to get the European, the, the colonizers out of our country, out of the Horn of Africa, because what they did was they 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 broke in different parts. But then again, uh, before colonization, um, the the different tribes lived in certain areas of the Horn of Africa and they conducted their affairs according to the tribes and the Qabil, like they had their own traditional way of doing things. So then after that, um, you know, the Europeans came, um, we had the colonization and then um, they fighted to get them out. And I think, I think it took about 70 years by the time to get the Europeans out, but they, they, you know, the, the British and the Italians said, we will give your independence, yeah, if you join as two countries, like you, jo so as you join as one country, this is what they said. So rather than going back to what it was before, where they were separate, they said, we're not going to give you independence unless you join so and as join as uh, as one country which was then called the republic of somalia so because the somali people wanted to get the europeans out they just they agreed to it even though they weren't happy um so i the i read this history as well in a book called all in the family and the ceremony was called the twinning of two states you know so it was called the twinning of two states and i think um they so this is like I don't know if you remember oh Joe, but there was a period they did I think it was maybe six days or whatever before they had the ceremony and then it was called the Republic of Somalia. And obviously then after what happened with the civil war with the Siad Bara regime, you know, for us in the British, um the Somali seamen family in the UK is we used to go to London and we used to do protests every year, all the Somali communities of um in um in 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 Trafalgar Square. And that because we knew there was lots of things, um, the you know families were reporting back to the stuff, you know, like people being um, taken from their houses and being punished by the you know the government and the police. So it was brooding up to a, to a civil war, and then they they got their independence. Well, they had a referendum, and they decided to be independent. And you know, it was the Somali National Movement that I'm aware of that did did independence. And they said, no, we're never going to go back and join together. So um, ever since now, it's been 30 years. And I go to Somaliland all the time. I will be going again, inshallah, this summer. I think it's a very safe and stable country. Um, you know, the diaspora community have also like invested a lot of money, even though we're not like internationally recognized by on uh, on an international level. But they, it's thriving, it's doing as much as it can with the little aid that they get from, you know, from small pockets. Um, I wish the roads could be developed. I'm always complaining about the roads. Um, but um, I think, um, you know, 30 years, you know, they will continue to be independent. So even if they're not recognised by the international community, that, you know, they will... 
they would continue for that because they just want to be um they don't want to have any other other people involved with their affairs you know and i think alhamdulillah i think the people that live there um if they vote for that that's what they voted for in the referendum buddy and you know we should always respect that so yeah so ha- it's happy Somaliland day happy 18th of may Somaliland uh, Somaliland um there, there were a lot of Somaliland uh, absolutely i um <laughs> i think a lot of uh, excellent <laughs> it, it's all right it's all right we can repeat it so a lot of excellent points were made um i think one that i would like to highlight that you made was the case for the british or the western powers yeah. that so, they were really uh, adamant on the two parts of somalia uniting um and and that it was one of the conditions uh for independence um that those two parts unite that is a very little known fact is not a fact that is now just randomly being thrown out this is a documented fact unfortunately not well documented and when i say well documented i mean is not spread across wikipedia or bbc or what have you but there are legitimate um pamphlets and books um that are some of them contemporary that point to this actually happening um and and this points very much to the legitimacy of the independence of somaliland another important thing to say is that a lot of people argue against somaliland to say that oh okay not all parts agree with the government um so uh or, or what have you i don't know all the arguments because i don't really listen to them anymore um but what i have to say against that is there's no government in the, in this world that has the 100% backing of its population. It's always 60% or 50% or in that range. The functioning of a government does not speak to its legitimacy, not necessarily. So any argument based on that against the country of Somaliland kind of exposes the person's bias, the bias that is making that argument. Um because on its own merits it's a very weak argument Somaliland or at least governance in that region predates predates the colonial period there are empires that span that area that did not span across the whole of the horn of africa there were empires that were accentuated by or at least populated by the, the tribes that dominated that region now one of the other arguments that is placed against um the wonderful state of somaliland is that the nature of the somali people to be nomadic and because it was nomadic no one has a particular claim to any particular region but this argument also falls apart under the scrutiny of any academic or when it's put against the light of history because there is a very long and recorded history for particular tribes in particular regions going back to the to the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so and and there it is narrated that some of the first people that came over from the arabian peninsula passed on some of their knowledge about islam to clans of the uh, gadabusi in the northernmost regions 
of some uh, of current day Somaliland, and it was then spread across Somaliland and down towards uh, Poland and the rest of Somalia. And this goes back not a hundred years, two hundred years, three hundred. This goes back over a thousand years. So it's very important that when you are having an argument for whatever your political views are, that your argument is is based um, on facts. And, then it's fu- and it is completely fine, by the way, to add emotion to your argument, but at least do not let it blur uh, your judgment. Happy 18th of May. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you very much, my brother. I wish everyone a happy 18th of May as well. So, Malik, oh, for sure. Malik, I, I'm not sure whether you've been with us from the beginning of this room, uh, but we went through a kind of um, a walk through history towards the origin uh, of, of the state of Somaliland. Do you have anything to add uh, about its origins? Do you have anything to say about the direction it's going to head? Do you have anything to say about its compos- composition or uh, its political history? So many things to say, <laughs> but I'll, um, at this moment, actually, no, I would just like to listen. I, okay. I, love, I love the text you have on your DP, by the way. Very accurate. Thank you. I agree. Oh, well, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read that text. So Somalilanders are probably one of the most resilient people in the world, having gone through genocide, have all your cities leveled to the ground, and having half a million landmines left to finish everyone off, to 30 years later having a safe and stable nation. Allahumma barik. MashaAllah. Yes. That's much love to you, all our brothers and sisters. That's and kind of the, the, the message. That's also the message that I would love to kind of spread around to say, it doesn't matter which region of Somali, yeah, of Somaliland, Punland, Somalikalbad, Djibouti you're from, you can still have love for your brothers and sisters. And it doesn't cost a penny. I feel like having hate in your heart will drag you down more. And to say that you have love for Somaliland doesn't take anything away from your own hometown. There are negative voices here and there that say, oh, okay, if you're for this, then you're against who you are. But that, that's something that doesn't even make sense on any level. I'll, I'll say where I'm from. So I'm I from... Roger, before you say where you're from, it's very simple, you know. It's all politics, brother. We need to leave this alone. It's the same thing everywhere you go, you know. Republicans, Democrats, who has them. Mm. You know, to have love for Absolutely. your brothers and smile land, you know, is a sign of humanity, is a sign of your man, you know. Uh, you know, these guys, they went through a lot, like Brother Malik uh, and wrote down his DP, mashallah, So, brothers and sisters, don't fall into this trap of politics, please, please, or lie. I'm not from Swahili myself, but I've got love for them, you know. And I went through the stages, or you got, you know, um, you got to do some character building. So, yeah, that's my, my thank you, OG, brother. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, based on what you said, I'm not even going to say where I'm from. I'm just going to say I stand with Somaliland. What's up? Assalamualaikum, Halal. How's it going? Hey, guys. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Sorry, OJ. Um, I just literally came on the stage to say, Happy 18 May. Thank you very much for opening the space. You are so wonderful. <laughs> Thank Happy you, Happy 18th of May. Let my people go. 
it's not based on fact. And as you well know, the Somali History Club is based on facts, data, and historical precedents and archives. So I would like to welcome uh, some of my Somaliland brothers and sisters to dispel this myth and explain why it's not a single Khabib country, but rather that it has become um, not only metropolitan, but that even prior to the independence, there were different Khabils there. Let's talk about it. For me, I'm very much about facts. So I, I like to look at straight cold facts. Uh, fact. So Maliland is not just one Qabil because the proof for that is the different presidents. They were all different Qabils. Uh, fact. Uh, one of the main presidents who had who, who had the seat for like two terms was uh, one from a, a minority clan as well. Uh, fact. Um, fact. Uh, if you take a look at the politicians and the different uh, three different uh, uh, political groups that they have, they all have representatives from different clans. Whether it's the uh, uh, Midgan clan, which is uh, a very derogative name, by the way, uh, Mirdaban is the correct name. Um, whether it's the Wurzengeli, whether it's a Dolbahanta, whether it's a uh, uh, Somoron, whether it's whatever clan you want, they all have representative in the three different political groups. So uh, to say that Somaliland is just one clan, it's bullshit. The facts speak different. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, sure. I agree. We're, we're going to have a queue. Uh, hey, sorry, we're just going to have a queue. All right. Uh, so James, go ahead. Uh, uh, if we take a look at the history of Somaliland, then people would understand that the land, the Lamas, has always been occupied by the same tribes that lived there, which would be the same clans that lived there, so which would be the the, the two Dir clans, uh, Isal and Kharti, and also some other minorities such as Yeber, Gaboye, and others. So Runahanti, we need to understand that this notion that Somaliland is a one clan uh, nation or one clan country is proven false by that fact. In 1960, when we gained that independence on the 26th of June from the British, we had a government which was based on a system which was inclusive of all the clans. In the same way that today, the government that is today headed by Musabihi is inclusive of all the clans in, one, in some way. We have uh, at least three of the highest positions are held by members of the the, the three uh, or four uh, significant clans in the region: uh, the Dulbahante, the <clears throat> the Isal, and also the Samaron, which highlights the fact that Somaliland may not be as inclusive as people may want it to be, but it is inclusive and is a country. For all people that live in the live in the, uh, on the landmass, Zakallah. Um, okay, Th thank you very much, James. Actually, um, I feel like that was a very balanced way of of expressing that there is historical, uh, geographical reasons for why there's a dominance or at least a um, an overrepresentation of particular Khabils, and that's because they predate the existence of the nation. They were there. They lived there. It was simple as it's not really that complicated. Okay, so I'm like, well, yeah, you know, happy to me, you know.
and uh, I was just gonna mention how in Magarisa, uh, so Mela Magarisa saying having a kabila Italia, I'm his only one kabila. You you just insulting that kadigale and mention again, you know. We had to lay in uh in Somalia is literally a garden kudisan, you know. We had to lay Odeyashi, we had to lay from Odeyashi from every tribe and mention digger came together and now have a slug of ten and without any without any mehetoli in uh what's it called tabu or or tribe in Somalia or the Somaliland, Somalia must have say, you know, whether it's Dubahante or Sengeli, you know, you could say, you know, if if Dubahante is gone today, Somalia, you know, we have everyone has equal shares, everyone has Totally in voices in Somalia, you know, and and if if you if you are outside of looking in, and you wanna you wanna say you wanna insult um totally some Somalians by just saying oh Mesha and and Kabiba Utalia, it's like it's like you're insulting whoever you're trying to defend. Ama ama asla the highway Utrita, you know. That's the black digba kadigasa, you know. Totally Somalians cannot offer but digi same digba kuchira. Same Somaliland league, so basically, at the end of the day, I'm going to say is actually maha maha in in it you know, and and you know. So I think it's just a little insult. It has no way at the end of the day. Absolutely, and and you're right. Uh, there is no space for this whatsoever. I'm gonna do my little plug real quick. Uh, visit Somali-history.com. Uh, for all things Somali history, I'm going to put loads of resources on there, book lists, other websites that you can visit. And I'm going to add one little message before we move on to Hamden. It kind of pains me that I'm not seeing enough of um, the other parts of uh, Somalia or Djibouti or what have you. That You guys may be here, but I don't see a strong representation. And it's not to say anything about a particular group, but I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago, I did a room about Queen Aruelo. Guess what demographic was overrepresented in that room? Mashallah, our Somali sisters were overrepresented in that room. The men had no interest. See, these kind of rooms can become echo chambers if um, it's only attended by uh, those that um, uh, it's the topic is relevant to. So please, in the future Independence uh, Day um, uh, rooms, whether it's about Djibouti, whether it's about Somalia, or what have you, or other topics that has nothing to do with it, attend, broaden your horizon. You may gain more understanding about people that and have a different demographic, may have allegiance to a different flag and so on. It's very beneficial. And that's the only way we will truly unite. I'm going to hand over the mic to Hamdan, because I believe that you flashed your mic as well for the queue. Are you there? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Hamdan. The mic is yours. Hi, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Happy 18 May to all Somalilanders. Sharga Somaliland. Happy 18. And someone said earlier, uh, one of the presidents, the longest presidents, is Hagidibir Sibuha. The current vice president is Samaron. And each Kabil has their representation, whether it's in the parliament. The local council, Agasima, is to do it. What will be leading? Every Kabil has authority. So, what has is Ben Buyehi and 
So, if you look at it, every Qabil has a representation. Maybe, yeah, you could say some has over-representation, but every Qabil has something, let's say. And smoky by Yuri, and if, if you're, you're insulting them, because if you're saying you have Hilaban and you have all of these, you're saying, which is not the case. I feel like um, Somaliland to go forward, it needs more and Qabils to come in. That's what I was about to say. Thank you very much, Hamdan. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, you're right. My bad, my guy. Wa alaikum salam. Happy 18th of May. Thank you very much. First of all, as the other brothers um, pointed out, um, our former president, Riale, from 97 to 2002, he was vice president. From 2002 to 2010, he was president. If you look at this history, there's no other nation that Somalis occupy in the regions, in the Shanta Somali, that a supposedly, by population standards, um, uh, a clan which is a minority in comparison to other major clans in the region held a position of that magnitude for such a period, right? In the formation of 91, when all the clans came together in their meeting in Bra'a, it was not only Isaka that was present, other clans which reside in Somalia and today was there. They discussed about the... Um, creation of our new statehood right and they all agreed and signed on the dotted line now this fallacy that somaliland is only isaac is incorrect it is absolutely incorrect and is baseless the agenda i believe is disunity is to destabilize our nation um i mean if the other regions had other presidents from minor clans that held positions such as those that we have in Somalia, and then fair enough. But to say that when the other regions have so many chinks in their armory in this conversation is ridiculous. Now, I know that Somaliland's majority is Isaac. That is very true, but that's only the population that exists there. Now, I never created a population like that. Ilahi made it happen. So, do you know what I mean? So, this ideology that Somaliland is Isaac uh, alone is. It's, it's ridiculous and it's ludicrous. I mean, um, I understand in democracy is for the majority, not the few. However, other clans have held major positions in Somaliland and have pushed the agenda of um, Somaliland excellence, yeah, I gotta say, and innovation to the next level. That's all I would like to say. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Aslanda. Happy 18 May to all my Somalilanders that's back home and abroad. Uh, I just want to quickly add on to uh, Salanda, you know, to be honest. When people say, yeah, Salanda. So uh, when people try to come with the notion that Somaliland is just one Kabil, I know what I said, that's false because, you know, <clears throat> everyone knows the, the third president, you know, uh, where he was from, you know, Haguka Sochero. And to be honest, I know what I say, you know, any tribe that lives within Somaliland territories, or the borders between the borders of Somaliland. To be honest, you know, if they wanna, if they wanna uh, get elected, you know, that's up to them. They have, they have the rights to, to kind of do that, you know. And to be honest, the parliament is a confederacy of, you know, all the Somaliland tribes. So there's not just a rule that says you have to be from a certain, you know, clan. So Asianogu, that is false, you know, and it's kind of biased as well. 
So people just need to do a little bit more research, you know, when they're talking about uh, specific topics. Do you know what I mean? So I, I feel like that comes from a kind of prejudice uh, space, you know, when people try to come with those kind of claims. But yeah, man, we'll be lot of it. That's all I got to add. Absolutely, um, ABN. It does come from a place of prejudice. Yes, thank you. Um, I'll keep it short. Uh, so Manland is a democracy. And with them, well, <laughs> well, the thing with democracy is um, the my. Uh, the majority rules, simple as that. So it happens to be that the South is the biggest clan, yes. But that does not mean that they rule the country. Um, and I think we've proven enough facts that there were different presidents with different Kabyles as well in Somaliland. And also the higher positions, whether it's the vice president, whether it's the uh, uh, minister of uh, finance, whether it's the minister of industry, they are all uh, given uh, on a certain level towards the biggest clans, and it's all based on democracy because the majority rules. Simple as that. Thank you very much. Sometimes it's not some type of conspiracy that's going on. It's just, it's just a reality of it. People are more likely to elect people of, of uh, that, that they're familiar with, that they work with, that they're family with, that they're clan with. Uh, that could be an explanation why uh, there's there's uh, a running line of, of uh, people leaving the country of a particular clan. But it speaks on its own merits that there was someone outside of the bigger clans that ruled as well. And then to minimize the significance of that? No, I don't think you're being intellectually honest when you're bringing that forward. I'm sorry. I'm not here to make any friends. Um, but if we're going to discuss history, as you've seen, I wanted to uh, speak on the f uh, on the argument based on facts, but yeah, if uh, we're not going to do anything slanderous. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Salam alaikum, everyone. First of all, um, alaikum salam. OJ, what I want to say is: Is it freedom of speech, or does it have to be uh, about a certain specific topic? Uh, can I just say whatever I want? Freedom of speech. All right, cool. So all I want to say is, you know, how toilet I was in a, a few groups like talking about Somaliland this this that blah 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 all I want to say is first of all Somaliland got too many fans Nagahara leave us the hell alone we don't want you if you don't want us it's simple as that but at the same time we welcome you regardless so the, what, what, what I want to say specifically is Somaliland to begin with was independent regardless whether it was one day couple of hours two two three days it was independent right we decided to say, cool, we're going to be friends with Somalia. We're going to be everything. We well, What's happening? Say no, say no more. Then we got our independence back in blood. You understand me? So what I'm saying is it came back in blood. So at the end of the day, we have every right to claim our our independence, uh, especially after what happened with Siad shit. So what I want to say is we built our foundation from, from the mud again. So why 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 are people still hating on us? Why are they still hella that chain shit? Every time it's 18th of May, there's always Somalis that are talking the most, the most every single time. But like when it comes to first of July, you don't hear landers saying, "Oh, Somalia, hella Somalia, this had No, if you don't want to fuck with us, just stay far away. Keep your fucking distance. I'm a lander. I'm a proud lander. I love my country. I've seen it come from scratch. So at the end of the day. Just keep your distance. That's all I want to say. If you don't want to fuck with us, you don't want to fuck with us. But 
Yeah, Somalia, I know that. That's what I want to say. Somalia and I know that. We got big. I appreciate your contribution. I'm going to have to put in a lot of like uh, censorships and beep, beep, beep in my Spotify uh, edits. Uh, for your part because there was a lot yeah, yeah, there. My bad, my bad. but yo but hey i hear you um basically the point that you're making is that the somaliland legitimacy is not based on um your acknowledgement uh, and with your i mean outsiders it, it's not dependent on that somaliland exists on its own merits it has its own uh history um and it, it doesn't really depend on anything else if, if i hate france for example and i don't um that doesn't destabilize or delegitimize that country. Same goes for Somaliland. So point back period is very simple. Um, but alhamdulillah, we got big. I mean, we're, we're moving towards the uh, right direction. I personally know a lot of so-called blue blue flag Somalis or uh, Djibouti friends or friends from Somali Kalbat or Gaidin region and elsewhere that very much recognize Somaliland. Uh, the only issue is that the haters uh, tend to be louder and they need to be heard. Uh, maybe they, they don't feel comfortable in their skin or they have other issues um, that they may want to talk ab- uh, about with their therapist. Um, I'm going to move on to Keenan. Assalamualaikum. Happy 18th. How's it going? Waalaikum salam wa rahmatullah. I'm glad to be part of this very constructive forum. I once again say salam alaikum wa rahmatullah to all the brothers and sisters here. Waalaikum salam. Oh, thank you, brothers. Uh, I would like to point out one thing uh, before it's concluded. Uh, the issue of tribe and they suck tribe leading Somalia or, or that stuff. If you consider all the African communities, I've never been to Somalia at first, but it's all about tribe and clanism. We can't ignore that everywhere you are. If you have ever been to any African country, most of you maybe. You may have been to Europe or the USA or somewhere there, but for those of us who stay in Africa, may it be Somalia, Kenya, or any other place, we understand people settle or come together as a clan. Even here in Nairobi currently, uh, if you are in Isli, you may see some parts of Isli where majority are this tribe and that tribe and all that stuff. Uh, it's something that the colonialists or uh, those guys who ruled us before we got independence, may it be Somaliland, Somalia, Kenya, all this stuff, we can't ignore the fact that tribes there uh, and majority rules everywhere. Apart from that, I really appreciate the fact that Somaliland tried the level, be- the level best to sustain their land. I do not oppose their sovereignty or all that stuff. But what I say is, it's better Somalia and Somaliland come at a point where we work together as brothers and sisters. Uh, You may disagree with my point, but the fact Somalis will always be Somalis. I am in a country now, Kenya. I was born and brought up in this country. I follow every stuff back in Somalia simply because here in Kenya, I know that I am Somali. The Somali from Hargeisa, the Somali from Mogadishu, and I, if it's not for the Kenyan passport or the Kenyan ID, I am always a Somali. That's how I am treated. And most probably we know that. Uh, so it's high time we as brothers and sisters, may it be from Somalia, Mogadishu, or Hargeisa, or Nairobi, everywhere, we try to make up things and add up 
the fact that we will always be Somali. And the higher, the, the earlier we become united and work together, the better. I do not oppose that Somaliland and uh, uh, it is, uh, what, do we, what is this town? Mm -hmm. Can you just please, uh, <laughs> I am glad to be here. Mm -hmm. I cannot continue. Thank oh, you, Audrey. Thank you, brothers and sisters. I appreciate and I say happy independent, happy 18th May. Happy Thank 18th you, of May, Canaan. Mashallah, that was that was very beautiful. It's as if I paid you to do the conclusion for me. I, I appreciate it. As much of the things thank that you. I would have liked to say, you said it better. I am going thank to you, conclude this room, guys. Wallahi, thank you so much for joining us, uh, for having your say, um, and celebrating the 18th of May with everyone that has been in this room. I want to set forth my vision for the future. I wish that in the, in the future, we will come to a place where Somaliland gets its recognition, international recognition by everyone. Has the funds funneled to build, build up the country, their infrastructure um, and their institutions. I wish for a time where Somalia is also built up, Djibouti, um, that we can uh, lessen the suffering of those in Somali Galbet, particularly the so-called Ogaden region, where they are being suppressed, and that we can create a sort of East African Union amongst ourselves, amongst our people across these nations, where we can open up trade relations, military relations, free movement, inshallah. And thank you very much, everyone, for joining. Uh, make sure to um, visit the somali-history.com website for anything Somali history related. I'm going to make sure to add the book list there. Um, I made a video instruction on how to use the Per Lego app where you can read about everything Somali history. Um, and with that, we conclude this week. Assalamu alaikum. Happy 18th of May. Mm -hmm.